Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and today we are talking about the future of the workplace uh, and I'm joined today by Elisa Ronka. Thanks for joining us, Elisa. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. Uh, Lisa is the head of Smart Office in the Europe region for Siemens Smart Infrastructure. She's the master of all things that are uh, the future of the workplace, that are the offices of the future, smart buildings and this kind of stuff. So we're very happy that she's joined us. Elisa, let's start at the very beginning uh, of this topic, the, the office of the future. What do we talk about? What What is this environment that we're referring to? That's a very interesting question, John. So um, in essence, we go to the work place to be productive. So the workspace as such needs to contribute to this productiveness of the productivity of the individuals uh, within the workplace and how they, they it can is via different um, angles. First of all, the environment to, to really create an environment that fosters productivity. That means the right set temperature for each individual. So not only, let's say, on an overall level, but on an individual level. Same for lighting, noise, uh, all the different aspects that come um, in regards to the environment. Uh, but also, it's not only just the environment, it's also about creating, let's say, delight factors in the workplace because those are known to create inspiration and then you get into innovation and all these kind of different attributes that you want to achieve in the office uh, space in addition to productivity. So really, it's a very multidimensional um, thing how the office needs to start contributing to the productivity and well-being uh, and safety of individuals as well. I think in the um, current um, uh, situation that we are all in and working from home, as, as you can see, um, it's also a, a new factor that really needs to get, let's say, heightened attention in the office environment. Yeah, and you, and you mentioned a lot of things there. It's a huge amount of different aspects that we have to consider. But safety is an interesting one, as you say, specifically at this time. When we talk about the, the workspace, the environment and its effect on safety, what are some of those different topics? So, of course, um, traditionally, from a safety perspective, we think about things like fire safety or any kind of emergency incidents and how do we handle those in the office space so that we are able to evacuate, for example, employees uh, swiftly and, and all these kind of aspects. And that has been the traditional way of, of looking at it. But now with uh, the new, let's say, threats that we have at hand, for example, with a pandemic crisis, uh, we can start looking at that also from a different perspective. For example, humidity, how can we uh, make sure that the humidity is at a level that doesn't um, let's say enforce the, the contagion, uh, contagion in the in the workplace. Or we can think about things like access control. Can we practice social distancing um, via access control measures or some censoring um, um, analytics? So so it's a whole new world that we are entering into now after the COVID uh, crisis in the workplace as well. Yeah, and for all of those things that you mentioned, I guess the. The, not just the collecting information, but the interaction, you know, letting the people within that space know what's going on is a huge part of that, that capability of that step. For sure. So uh, the office is not a static environment. It's, it's absolutely a dynamic environment with all, all sorts of individuals working there with their own preferences. And really the value comes from connecting the people with the spaces and with the services and at the same time kind of, kind of having this personalized environment um, for them. So it, it's really this connectivity piece and not only from a technology perspective, but also from a technology perspective is really key to foster um, well-being and, and foster this next level of what I like to call competitive advantage of that organization. So how do you connect people with each other? for example, um, in, in the office spaces uh, to gain that next level of, of whatever is being created from a business perspective within. 
Yeah, that's a, that's another aspect, isn't it? Because you know, not only do you know, people don't go to an office and sit in isolation, um, not only are they reliant on the space and the air and the light and all these things that you mentioned before, but also the, the other people, uh, the, the their colleagues and how they interact. Everything that we do nowadays is about collaboration, is about uh, you know, working together, I think, in general. Uh, as as a society, we ha- we understand the benefits of of the, you know, the diversity of diversity, sorry, of of experience and skills. So, how can a, a building, how can a, an office space help foster that kind of collaboration? So I think it's really about creating this kind of serendipity factor uh, in the workplace that how can you make people kind of bump into each other and start talking in a very natural way? Because I like to say that innovation doesn't happen in meeting rooms. So, you know, when you organize a time and a space for creating new ideas, I I doubt uh, all of those ideas come in that organized time and space. Uh, So hence, you need to have this kind of um, organic flow of people starting to collaborate. And hence, then you get these kind of new ideas and and all that coming from it. And now what creates a new twist to this uh, is that, on the other hand, we need to look at the safety uh, perspective. And when uh, employees are returning to the offices now after after the crisis, um, all of a sudden, maybe the bumping into each other uh, can't always happen physically. Uh, So hence, we need to kind of look at it again from a new new twisted twist to that how, how do we work with that uh, from a virtual uh, perspective as well in addition to let's say physical spaces um, uh, contributing to collaboration so it's a very interesting topic it's a it's a huge topic and as you say interesting is almost an understatement because if we talk about flexibility of temperature and lighting control maybe in in our industry this is is something more traditional this is something things that we've been dealing with for a long time even humidity and and co2 and this kind of stuff adding this personalization factor is a, is another step um for for us and then starting to consider all of this additional uh, impacts, you know, this serendipity factor, uh, maybe not uh, in this episode, but uh, we're going to have to dive into that in a little bit more depth because, you know, we, we can measure, you know, we can put a, a sensor or a meter on some of these tangible, um, you know, variables. We can measure the temperature and and look back and see if it's gone up or, or, or down. It's pretty tough to put a sensor on serendipity and and on on uh, on positive feelings. So I, I'm excited to hear a little bit more about that. Um, thank you so much for the introduction. Uh, I'm excited to do the next couple of episodes. Before you know it, we'll be deep into some of these different topics. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank and, you very much. And thank you all to everyone that listened. Have have a little bit of a look out for some of the other episodes we're going to do with Elisa. We've got a heap of things to talk about. And also, please feel free to share, comment and like on this episode. Uh, and we'll see you very soon. Thank you.